Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Ethan Essig, and this is the Humble Adventures Podcast. Welcome back. It's been a little bit. I have uh, been traveling and well, a lot of work, too. So just got back from a trip to Costa Rica with Alyssa's family. We uh, stayed on the Papagayo Peninsula, so more to come about that trip, but it was awesome. First time in a real jungle place, so definitely want to tell that story. But today, we're going to be talking about, well, kind of related, but traveling with family, and I'm going to kind of base it around my trip to Siesta Key with my family at the beginning of the summer. So this year has been a little bit different for me. Um, been doing a lot more family travel than 2017. 2017 was a lot of solo trips over weekends and up into the mountains and things like that. So it's been nice to switch it up a little bit, been a little bit more relaxed. Um, so definitely looking forward to the trip to Yellowstone to get even more removed. But So I'm just going to kind of break down what a trip looks like with my family and myself and kind of what we do and why it's so chill and why it's so good for what it is. So thank you. Okay, so again, something I don't discuss a lot, so I'll try and break this down. And this is minus going to Disney World. This is literally how every trip goes. So my family, the Essig family, enjoys the beach, most of all. The only time we've really not done that is when we've gone to Tahoe. So I'm going to break down what we do based around the beach. So but I would say the name of the game on these trips is Chill Time, 100%. So this is going to be broken down into three parts, basically describing what we do. What we do on the beach, what we do at the house, and what we do for food. Because meals, big part of our trips. Alright, so, my siblings and I, typically while we're on the beach, spend a large chunk of the time what Noah likes to call fighting the waves. You know, just kind of out there messing around, um, jumping into the not really big surf, but kind of big surf when we're just weak humans. But so that's kind of what we do. We spend a lot of time in the ocean um, looking for fish, uh, shells, etc. So that's always fun. You know, you get a little bit crazy and uh, removed from thinking, I guess, what is appropriate in life. Um and then for Alyssa, she Alyssa, when she's on these trips, she does come out to the water and mess around every once in a while. She doesn't get as intense with the waves, but her main goal is to, I guess, get bronze and then uh, just chill on the beach and relax, read the Kindle. And it's pretty funny, you know, everyone else is trying to get tan and I'm sitting there in my long sleeve shirt just trying to maintain my pace. Um, one thing that all of us do together while we're on the beach is long walks down the coast. And I love these walks, you know, you're just talking with the family, talking with Alyssa, catching up, um, you know, getting to see how the town looks wherever you are, whether it's Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, you just get a glimpse of 
the community around you, which is pretty cool. Um, for my mom, her main activity, like 99.5% of the time, is just reading under the umbrella. And that's what she does. She reads like 500 books a year, so that's how you crush it. You read on the beach. My dad also only does one thing on the beach, and that is look for shells. Legit, he could do that 24 hours a day, 365. He does not stop, and he has such a high standard for shells. I, I took him several times when I was like, Dad, oh, look at this badass shell. This has got to be the coolest shell I've ever found. And he's like, oh, you know, I've, I've found like 12 of those, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, you can just throw that back in the ocean. And I was like, okay. Well, that's dope. Um, you know, overall, I mean, I try to dabble in a little bit of everything. I do enjoy reading on the beach, but I just I don't have a high tolerance for sitting in sand, so I can do that for like 30 minutes, and then I'm back to the house. Because once I'm done messing around in the ocean, looking for fish, shells, walking along the beach, I can only really read so long on there. Alright, so now we go into what do we do at the house? I'll kind of break it down to the house time, half of it is talking and the other half is reading or for some just doing whatever activity is they enjoy, whether it's drawing, writing, whatever. Um, you know, there's always conversation. The conversations that always stick out are the favorite memory conversation we always seem to get into, like favorite holiday, um, birthday memories, you know, it's always a good time for everybody to go down memory lane and uh, kind of reconnect on that level of past events. Um, so that's always good. It always gives you a feeling of appreciation. The other thing we do at night is uh, card games, and the staple card game in my family is Shanghai, so it's like some version of Rummy, but it gets super intense, um, it takes a long time, everyone's exhausted afterwards, and everyone becomes a huge asshole, but it's great, and I love playing, so if you were looking from the outside, you would be like, oh god, this is a dysfunctional family during the Shanghai game. Um, but this last trip, Noah and I did a little bit different. We didn't just kind of do the basic things. We did spend a lot of time um, working on, we not only worked on this podcast, but we're, uh, we're also working on something for him together uh, based around philosophy and sharing those ideas. So that was fun. We did a lot of planning for that. But again, the main goal at the house is pretty much chill time. So that is the vast majority sit out, drink wine, talk, read, all the great stuff, so. Alright, so the next thing, food. So, the Essig clan, we go out every night while we're on vacation. Okay, so like six out of seven nights, we'll go out for dinner. You know, we really like to try uh, the local food, you know, and where we were in Siesta Key, you know, every night we were having red snapper, grouper, duck, all, all the good stuff, so, and then usually, you know, throw a steak in there every once in a while, but it's just cool to get out, and then, again, you get to see more of the city, more of the culture, um, if we can walk to dinner, we walk to dinner, 
So that that's always a good way to go about it. And it doesn't have to be expensive every time. You can go to whatever level of a restaurant and still see what the place is like that you're at. And I think that's the coolest part about it. You know, get to meet people at the restaurant, spend time with people you don't know. So it's great. Um, and the dinners, it's just like the time at the house. It's an opportunity to catch up, share stories and laugh, uh, reminisce, uh, you know, that... They, the meals have become an even more critical part of our family dynamic as, you know, we've gotten older. I'm, I'm pretty much full on adulting. Well, I am full on adulting, even though I don't like to admit it. Um, my siblings are getting close to that level. So, you know, time and time together is not what it used to be. And, you know, beautiful opportunity to spend time and be thankful. See, that's the theme of this is being thankful so that brings me to the closing segment here for this uh, part one of the traveling with family um, discussion. But, you know, again, like I said, not everywhere I go is just pure wilderness and adventure, um, especially this year. It is, you know, it's important to get these types of trips in with your family. Uh, I understand the drive of, you know, wanting to have kind of a checklist or bucket list of awesome adventures to go on. Um, I certainly have that myself, but I wouldn't give up these moments with my family for anything. So I just, you know, kind of a public thank you to my parents and siblings and Alyssa for uh, all the good times and trips spent together and all those adventures. So I'm definitely thankful for my loved ones and recognize that and super happy that I get to spend these journeys with them. So um, there will also be a written version of this on the website, on the blog, and a link to more of the audio on the blog as well and more written content. And I appreciate you guys for listening. I know this is a little bit different than discussions before, but one close to my heart. So I appreciate that. You can find me at humbleadventures.blog on Instagram. It's underscore uh, or at underscore humbleadventures. And then you can find links to Twitter and Facebook there as well. I appreciate you guys stopping by today and you have a wonderful day. Thank you.